Um, we don't have an intro yet, do we? No, we don't have an intro yet. But I think this is a good intro. <laughs> Not having an intro. Saying you don't have an intro, it's a good intro. That that was the intro? Okay, yeah, that was the intro. It. Yeah, let's roll with it. Hey, man. Hey. Long time no uh, talking. Yeah, definitely. I think definitely. four weeks now. I know. I Actually, you said that before, and I was like, there's no way it's been four weeks. No, it has so, been four weeks. That's so crazy, dude. I can't believe that. That's a long time. Yeah, it has been <laughs> pretty, uh, yeah, both intense and super quick. Yeah, I didn't feel like that for me either. I think life is just going way too quick for me now. What has happened in the last four uh, weeks? What did I miss? Did I miss anything? Well, you didn't miss anything. Definitely not. Just been, uh, just <clears throat> been working, but it's been going just super quick for some reason. I don't know. There's just a lot of things that I have to do getting uh mary we've been doing a lot of that kind of stuff you know, planning and picking up the suit and making sure all the like everybody is RSVPing okay and apparently yeah when you have uh older family members doing an rsvp online was kind of very difficult <laughs> 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 i no joke had to just end up doing it for them i was like just tell me like are you coming like through the phone and they're like yeah okay what do you want to eat you know this and this all right i got you it's already done thanks nice because nobody yeah but it's uh it's been good uh been doing that mainly that it's been flying flying by i think i've been living for the weekend to uh for the, these last couple of weeks that it's been flying by so did you settle into your new life in the u.s how's your place looking my place is looking pretty dope right now i definitely we got everything uh minimum bare minimum all the the ikea furniture we got the mvp of the apartment (laughs) (laughs) so uh so it's been it's been nice. I I definitely settled it. It's it's synced in already. Like I don't know if I mentioned this in the previous episode, but it's just it wasn't. I don't know. Uh, it wasn't hitting me. Mm. You know what I mean? Like it was not hitting me. I was still on like I'm on vacation kind of mode. Like my brain. Oh. Because moving countries. I mean your brain definitely is, it's weird. So I wasn't thinking that of course, but that's kind of how I was acting. Yeah. Yeah, I'm on vacation, but yeah, now is. Now seeing the routine, and we've definitely picked up a routine here, and with work, with like going to the gym, and all that. Now it's uh, it's settled in, so it's weird. Moving countries is 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 very weird, I have to say. Yeah, I can imagine. So, how's it been for you, though, man? You are definitely more eventful. Um. Yeah. Last four weeks have been um, pretty intense. Um, you in Cali for uh, for two weeks? Yeah, exactly. So four weeks ago started a new job went to california for onboarding for two weeks first time in the u.s oh in the u.s in general yeah what so what was your layover by the way uh, i didn't have a layover was direct flight from amsterdam to uh san francisco international shut up yeah but still way too long 11 hours that's actually not that bad so i thought that like from what I was thinking more like I was going to be 14 or something but okay no it's it's 11 but then like you're flying over Greenland and over like you enter like Canada 
airspace. Yeah. And then you're like, oh, we must be close. You look on the water and it's still like six hours to go or so. I completely underestimated kind of how big of a continent America actually is from like <laughs> yeah. Greenland to California. It was way, way longer than I ever thought it would be. But then California was really nice, I would say. Um, nice weather. Weird weather, to be honest. Um, Why? Why weird? Sun is super warm, but then you always have like a cold, or we had always like a cold wind. So I yeah, never knew what to wear. There. Because I was sitting in my hotel, I was looking outside, and I was like, oh, damn, the sun is shining. It's probably like 30 degrees, shorts and t-shirt it is. Mm-hmm. But now it was like, fuck, I should have brought a sweater. Um, yeah, it's, it's way too chilly. It's coast. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that was a nice experience. Um, but then California, like in general, was pretty nice. Um, I arrived on Saturday, got myself dropped off at the hotel, and then decided to just walk around the neighborhood a little bit and quickly realized that everything is pretty far away and that without a car it's actually pretty difficult to see cool places in the neighborhood yeah yeah what kind of uh where were you around uh we were city yeah no so i was uh in palo alto oh okay gotcha yeah and it's just nothing is happening there no yeah anybody from palo alto but no but like in terms of yeah i guess in terms of scenery and stuff there's yeah so what was pretty cool was that on like the weekend so i was there for two weeks and then in the on the weekend in the middle we actually Mm -hmm. got a car and drove down the coast from uh so we uh, more or less left palo alto drove west through kind of the small mountain area Mm -hmm. whatever it is um to the coastline and then drove south to santa cruz and monterey nice and that what? was just so beautiful yeah that was, especially imagine. like monterey was just so so nice really i've never heard about that uh, it just it was so cool uh driving along kind of the coast what was nice about it so there's like this very small so yeah small piece of like green between the road and then the ocean mm-hmm. and it's kind of made up a little bit as like a let's call it a park but it's just like very mm-hmm. narrow um, so you can mm-hmm. walk past the coast there and then you have like big rocks in the ocean and you see the waves crashing over them and we were there pretty late in the afternoon and you had like this really interesting light where it was felt a little bit like foggy or misty um yeah a little bit like mist oh. in the air so the light was super soft but also like really warm through the, like with the sun and just had like a really cool kind of atmosphere and and vibe that and it was really just nice. so cool to, at the end of the day, more or less step out of the car there, just stand there and watch the ocean for like three, four, five minutes and just literally do nothing else and just watch the water more or less. Yeah, that definitely sounds um, nice. That was so, so cool. Um, and in general, like the whole day was fascinating. We, uh, again, looked at the weather, saw it was sunny, all decided to wear like shorts and t-shirts drove up into the mountains and then on the other uh, side of the mountains we were like immediately in like fog and (laughs) arrived at the beach went out of the car and it was like 16 degrees celsius um we were all freezing um got back in the car and we're like okay let's hope the weather gets better further down south (laughs) and then what we like we all didn't kind of notice or did our research on it but yeah you drive a little bit and then you get out of like this fog 
field or area or whatever you call it and suddenly it's sunny it's warm you drive a few kilometers further further down south and then again you're just all of a sudden in the middle of the fog that was pretty that's dope. so weird yeah nice experience though that, that sounds like an amazing experience yeah it was it was such a cool day it was a lot of fun with like um yeah three colleagues so with the four of us we yeah we had a pretty good time i have to say I watched the sunset in Santa Cruz. I uh, saw, oh, that was so nice. There was like a dock beach. That's beautiful. And yeah. there was one dock that was just, we were all amazed by how much of a swimmer he was. Like the owner was, mm. would just throw the ball into the ocean so far away from like the shoreline that we were all like, oh God, the dog's going to drown. <laughs> <laughs> and he just did the whole trip like a bunch of times while we were there. and was like the happiest dog swimming in the ocean. That's awesome. Yeah, that was so cool. That was pretty much California. Um, it was pretty nice. Uh, was, how is he? How is he onboarding? Pretty intense. Um, really? Yeah, yeah. That was just a crash course on like company and culture, and then of course also like a few days to spend on each of the important products to get to know, or that you need to know. So okay, so the onboarding was mainly just to get like the company based, just yeah. culture, environment, uh, and the products that they have. Exactly. Kind of, like, to to have a. Uh, an external knowledge from it yeah okay exactly and then yeah it was all pretty high level pretty generic in a way not necessarily um customized for like the individual role or yeah i figured yeah, yeah. From, from all over the, uh, over the world well it was pretty cool i'd say like it was it was quite intense it was quite uh, challenging at times but still a lot of fun met really cool people so that was was quite cool and then yeah for me what was a little bit challenging was that i flew back on like i left california on saturday and then due to kind of time zones i arrived sunday in amsterdam Yo, again. talk to me about that jet lag bro and then went home had a night at home and then monday morning immediately took the next plane to go to germany where i'm currently that's where you're working yeah now. so i spent half my week in germany and half my uh, half the week in amsterdam and ah it's crazy it's pretty so, challenging i have to say yeah so how long have you been doing that now two weeks yeah so i have my first like full two weeks uh on deployment be like after me now behind me yeah okay how is that um how's that experience yeah so it's, it's all by plane uh so i took the plane now two times like both weeks uh, the next mm -hmm. two weeks, I'm actually going by train to see if that is either quicker or just way more comfortable to balance out the time that you need to spend um, or that you lose by taking a train compared to the plane. Plane has been super annoying, I have to say. Why? And you just you lose so much time, um, especially Frankfurt, the airport. Like both times I had to fly out of Frankfurt, they warned us that there's um, kind of increased amount of people uh at waiting at security and there could be delays so please be there a little bit earlier and then that's what i figured exactly i i, I was gonna say that the nice thing about trains is that you don't have to like deal with the security and all yeah that. but then like both times nobody really like the first time i had to wait like 15 minutes at security and the second time nobody was there like i could just walk straight uh to the security um gate more or less never mind then. and yeah but we were there like an hour before um, just That's like true. before boarding just yeah. to make sure that we observe the time. It's because it's a gamble. Yeah. yeah. So that is a little bit annoying because you can't really do anything with the time, I feel. And then in the plane, of course, everybody is just uh, carrying um, carry-on luggage. Yeah. So then it's a big question like, can you actually fit it somewhere? And uh, yeah, it has, has been a little bit annoying so far. 
Um, Where do you stay over there? Do you also like have to? Do they give you a hotel and stuff? Yeah, so I stayed yeah. in um, in hotels for the two weeks that I've been there. That definitely must be challenging, actually. Yeah, it's a little bit. Yeah, it feels a little bit weird still because you don't really have a place that you know that you go to. Uh, mm-hmm. So it feels a little bit. Um, don't want to call it lonely, but it's a little bit like yeah. There, there's definitely something missing from just living in a hotel the whole time. But it's also pretty exciting in a way. It's it's definitely a new experience. And um, it's also, yeah, it's a completely different world than what I'm used to or that I know. So it's also interesting to kind of explore that and, yeah, just see how other people um, live this life, so to speak. Because I'm definitely not <laughs> the only one who kind of flies out in, uh, in and out of these no, hotels all the time. Not. So there's right, also right. An in, like an aspect to it that's pretty interesting and pretty yeah kind of exciting. Um, it's really a what? new um, new experience. What it's is something new, something different? What is still challenging, or what for me, I noticed with like the whole new job and the travel is the most challenging part is that I feel I really need to spend more time and more thought on finding a good routine for myself because my yeah. kind of the habits that I usually would try to do. Uh, regularly they have really suffered from this um like what so i for example right now i don't have a good morning routine um where i would kind of get up get breakfast um maybe journal a little bit or try to meditate or whatever it is that i would usually do how come though i feel like you could do that anywhere couldn't you yeah but since it's i'm not sure why so at home i had like this pretty it was it was a real habit uh, where I would get up, get dressed, journal a little bit, go to work. But I don't ha- have that yet um, programmed in, so to speak, in kind of the hotel environment. So there's no like automatic. Yeah, it was a little bit like autopilot before where I would just come down and then immediately kind of go to the dining room table, sit down, get my journal, just write a little bit. And that isn't there yet for the for a new environment. I know exactly what you're talking about, though. And, I've definitely experienced that. Yeah, and then the other part, of course, is that, for example, looking at exercise, um, I just can't go to the courses I previously went to because I'm not here at the times they are. Right. Uh, you're talking about gym, right? Yeah, for example, like yeah. um, before I left, I did a few like yoga, uh, yoga uh, sessions here, uh, which were mm-hmm. super cool. And yeah. That's just not feasible to do because they're on the days that I'm actually out of town. And for that, I also f- yeah. need to find a new kind of solution. You just have to get used to the uh, routine. As long as it doesn't vary as much, I think you can start picking it up and start getting a routine out of it. Something that will stick, making it a habit. I'm not sure. How how long do you have to do this, by the way? The, oh, nobody, like going back nobody knows. Um, okay there we go then okay well that's a good thing though that's that's kind of where i wanted to see uh, i was the response i was waiting for because then like now you can as long as this is going on you don't know how long this will last like you you just start getting used to it and uh, start making your own routine out of it similarly to the one previous yeah exactly i feel there's a part that is or hopefully should be pretty easy to adapt to when we talk about stuff that i kind of can do by myself for example it's I think mostly about getting into the habit again, finding the rhythm, and also, how do you call it? Um, 
the dedication in a way to just do it. Yeah. So that, that's largely on me to actually just get my stuff together and that discipline. do it. Yeah, that's the word that I was looking for, the discipline. Yeah. There's also some stuff that I find is a little bit harder to do because it requires external resources that I'm not sure yet if I uh, can either replace them where I am or if I can find good solutions how I can split my time. So mm -hmm. taking yoga, for example, as an, or taking that as an example, I could actually try to go, for example, to a class that is like Friday mornings when I'm back and just get to the office a little bit later on Fridays. That would be fine. But this is also kind of a schedule that I need to test out a little bit whether or not it works for me. Uh, that, that's a little bit a different topic, but there's also still a problem that I need to figure out if I want to get myself a new laptop. For like, they didn't give you one. Yeah, yeah. Of course, they give me uh, gave me one, but for the whole like personal use stuff, that's a little bit. Oh, so I'm still on the same boat, man. Let's we gotta. I don't know if this or next, maybe next episode, figure this out because I don't know what to do. No, I have the same so, problem because like, I want to get one, but the Mac, like I'm, I want to get a Mac because it's just it just works, and I just wanted to. I want to, you know. But just seeing this already, the one I have now, which is the 15 inch yeah. MacBook Pro, it's like 2018. It, it just, I, I noticed some things with the screen and the lighting and it's like, it's brand spanking new. It doesn't even have a year. It will have a year in February, you know? Yeah. And I already see some things like glitchy things that it just doesn't feel as solid as it did with the um, the one I previously had, yeah, like the which two, was 2015. Yeah, one. exactly. I just want to say the 215 generation that was kind of the golden time to buy a Mac. Yeah. Props to Apple for that one. Shame on Apple for this. New yeah, one. I'm really afraid of the butterfly keys. Like if I, you should be. If I drop very two afraid. and a half k on like a laptop, that that's for me is still an issue. The so I was actually considering getting a Windows, and there are like two things that drive me Ew. mad. So first, um, I'm surprised Update. by how expensive a Windows laptop actually is. Oh, like the like the Surface. Oh, yeah. No, dude. just that, not like, not even the Microsoft. Just a Windows in general. Oh, like I looked at Dell, yeah. Lenovo, uh, mostly those two, to be honest. Um, Microsoft, of course. And if you want to have like decent hardware in them, they are actually already like the configurations that I have are all beyond like fifteen hundred to sixteen hundred euros. I couldn't do Windows again, bro. I really couldn't, unless it was just pure gaming. If I was to do it, I would either do uh, Mac. And if if I really, if they don't get their act together, I think I'll just go Linux. Yeah, that's for me as well. Like the, I'm not sure it could be way, like it has been a long, long time since I used Linux for like the last time. I want to really? start with that, yeah. Oh, you get used to it pretty quick, dude. You really do, especially, uh, yeah. My, especially through all the work that we do and everything, you get used to it. That's quick. not my biggest concern. Like, I have, I have two problems, or I remember two problems that I had oh, with Linux. One is that, especially on laptops, the drivers were never as efficient as the drivers on either Windows or Mac. So just by installing Linux, for example, the battery life of my laptop back in the days would just half just by it being Linux, because... Linux wouldn't. Wait, how long ago was this? Uh, that is probably. It was when I studied, like six, seven years ago. Oh, okay. Right. And it's not I the Stone Age, but it has today. been a while. Um, that kind of is a Stone Age, though. Yeah. In, uh, I, in tech and world. I would, if, I would guess it has gotten better, but that's still like one of the things that I feel a little bit kind of afraid about. That 
especially mm-hmm. with like the new generation of laptops that have like all of these like integrated components and weird like mm-hmm. um, desktop resolutions and these kinds of things that I'm a little bit afraid that Linux is always feels not as polished as I would want my laptop to feel because in the end, and this was my main argument why I left Linux for a Mac six or seven years ago, is that I got the feeling that I just I just wanted to get work done. I didn't want to configure my system all the time. That's why I like Macs. And that's why my my preference, 100%, my number one preference would be to get a Mac. So I was super excited to hear that Microsoft um, announced the Surface Pro 7, like the two-in-one laptop tablet thingy. Mm-hmm. Because I was really hoping they would put a Thunderbolt 3 connector in there. And, and they haven't. <laughs> and that just kind of is really like a low blow. Like that that really disappoints me. Because with like a yeah. Thunderbolt 3, you could have just easily added so much third-party, yeah, peripherals to it. So, for example, just mm-hmm. get like an external GPU to get a little bit more performance when you're at home or... Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I think they do that on purpose, though. Yeah, I think so as well. They put USB 3 yeah. in there which props for them uh, or USB-C, sorry. It has a USB-C yeah, connector. US, US, yeah. So that's already well, something. Well, so does, so does the MacBook, right? Except for the iPhone. Hmm? So does MacBooks. Though. Yeah. MacBooks are work with, yeah. But yeah, it's, yeah, it's tough. Um, and so why I'm wondering what to do a little bit is that I'm still, I'm not sure if I would actually get anything done when I'm traveling. So, doesn't make sense for me for example to buy a laptop under or with the goal to do some coding on my side projects when i'm in germany uh that's gonna be so freaking hard i mean it's not impossible and you could do it but i personally would hate that just you could be carrying around two laptops all the time so a i would have i would need to be carrying around two laptops point b is yeah just from experience when i work i'm pretty spent in the evening so i also i will not get go back to the hotel and just start coding. So we're talking probably mostly about the travel times. And then, yeah, again, if I take the plane, I'm just have 15 minutes here and there. Like it's really hard to do concentrated work. I think Um, just because the flight is so short and you're just constantly in transit. Plus now they put a TV in your face. Oh, not on the short flights. Oh no. Okay, good. That's good. There's also no power outlet. Thought about that. Yeah. I've, Oh really? Yeah. No, on oh. the long flights, I definitely always had that, and that was really annoying because in my head I had this whole plan of using my time in the plane, like when I was coming to US, just my entire time just to to work on side projects or this, and I'll get on, and they have like the latest movies on. I'm like, no. Yeah, I find it interesting. Or for me, it's still like an unsolved problem. You're gonna have to do that when you're home, I think. But I mean, the I always think it's good to get your own, especially as an employee. You using a company laptop. I personally think it's always good to have your own, to work on your own stuff, especially if you're as ambitious as you and I. That is true, but then yeah, it also feels shitty to pay like two and a half k to, like for a laptop that you're then not using because you're not actually spending mm-hmm. that much time on it. I think first you, I don't think you have to decide right now. I think you definitely need to start getting used to your routine first and then seeing what you can fit that in. And if you can comfortably 
fit that in somewhere for a long period of time, then uh, then you decide to do it. That doesn't sound like a bad idea, but <laughs> to come with <laughs> famous. I was but. waiting for that. Yeah, exactly. So what I'm thinking about a little bit in general is so one thing that I noticed immediately after kind of the first week and now after the second week, it just kind of reinforced that a little bit is since I'm spending half of my time away, the half of my time that I actually spend at home has become much more valuable to me. And I do want to use it a little bit more effectively. Um, and not just kind of, for example, like now sit at home or what I did before, sit at home, play video games, work on like a lot of stuff on a side and nothing like... Um, never get anything like really done mm -hmm. but now that i'm uh home so little in a way it would be for example i would really like to spend more time with my girlfriend and actually do something together or that's what i was gonna yeah i thought about that and i was i, I, I can't yeah i knew this was gonna yeah, happen actually find some hobbies that are really fulfilling in a way and not just mm -hmm. um kind of nice to have so gaming, for example, for me is something that oftentimes is just a nice to have. And yeah. sometimes it's really fulfilling, but it's more the exception than the norm. So I notice that I don't actually want to spend my time with it if it's not that, if it's not really something that I'm super excited about to do right now. I'd rather not do it at all and just spend my time on something else. That makes sense, though. That's the, I think that's the perfect thing to do, though. I think you're doing it the right way, to be honest. And I agree, but um, I don't actually know what other hobbies I have or what I would want to do that I can do both here and in Germany, ideally. Um, that would be a good, yeah, would be good kind of as a break from work and to kind of reset or just chill a little bit in the evening. Yeah, you can do gardening, bring your own plant back and forth. Yeah, that will not cause any issues in security. <laughs> Especially if I bring like all my tools, they will definitely yeah, let me on the airplane with that. Um, no, but that, that is a tough one, though. That is a tough one to to, especially if you're trying to look for something out of the computer world. Yeah, that. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily necessarily have to be out of the computer world. So one, I, as with any like a lot of things, I over the years have collected quite a few different interests that I never pursued. So um, mm -hmm. one thing that I actually did quite a lot is photography um, that doesn't really fall into that bucket. But that's something that I, for example, thought of picking up again and then maybe finding a, weird to, uh, a way to, for example, like work on my photos and develop them while I'm in Germany, for example. And use the weekends to shoot, do some like nice trips with my girlfriend, shoot some pictures with my camera, go back to Germany, develop them there on my laptop at home in the hotel. That is an amazing idea. That actually. would be one that is actually that I actually kind of feel good about. The other one that I wanted to mention first is one of the things that I've tried that hasn't, I've never actually did, like I've never tried it enough to get good at it or know whether or not I want to pursue it. It's so for example, just dabble a little bit with like electronic music. And because it's... That is one of my huge passions yeah, so dude, from even from my teenage years. I always like the idea and so let me rephrase that 
what I would really like to have is a hobby where I can um, be a little more creative and express myself more creatively. Whether or not that's kind of painting or music or I was I always admire people who have a hobbit uh, hobbit hobby where they can express themselves kind of creatively and uh, for me I think it would be a good way like a good valve um, for example like for my emotions as well to just find a way to express that in a way. Yeah, no, d definitely. I have three. I definitely one of them is creating music. When I was a teenager, I used to love playing around with FL Studio. I discovered FL Studio. Yeah. And I just played with it and it was amazing. I got myself a, uh, I think it's MIDI keyboard, whatever you call it. And it's like, yeah. the, I was playing around with it with the melody and everything. And it was just, I just, it was so much fun. It was so, it was, when you don't know what you're doing though, like if you don't, if you don't know how to master it or like the actual tool itself, you get very frustrated. And at times I'll just be very frustrated because I, like what was in my head, I couldn't express yeah. it. And that's very frustrating. So that's why I stopped. But it's always something that comes back to me. Always, always, always. It's something that I always think about. I'm like, maybe I should try that again. Because I started this when I was 15. So. I have that on my mind as well. Especially with like with the electronic music. It's one where I I would really like to be able to do it. I'm not yet sure mm -hmm. how to get there. But because I start everything from like the wrong end, I of course bought the software to do it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. That's like me though. I do the exact same so thing. So yeah. I have, and this is just one of like the verticals. Like this is just one of the potential hobbies that I have, where I have equipment that I don't know how to use. That maybe could be something interesting to look at now that I find myself with like weird time to fill. But yeah, yeah. Um, that's interesting. It's it's yeah. Generally speaking, I would say the the biggest challenge for me right now and definitely the thing that will hopefully get most of my attention in the next few weeks is just figuring out good daily routines um so making sure oh, i man i can't wait to hear about which one was the uh winner for yeah for the routines i think it's super important like for me i know i need to find like a routine around breakfast right now i'm just always grabbing something on the way to work and that's not really nice then a few of the habits that i know that are just good for myself that I need to, yeah, find a discipline to actually do them uh, on a daily basis. And then the other big, the second big question is really kind of figuring out a good, I'm gonna call it like lifestyle around this travel that I do. So how do I spend the time that I'm actually at home? What do I do? What hobbies can I do maybe in both places that make me feel like I'm using my time wisely and mm -hmm that I'm also actually doing something that's good for myself. Yeah. And so far I've been stressing a little bit about, like stressing out about but this a little bit. But you just started though. Yeah. yeah. It's two weeks in, dude. Come on. You, you're going to, you're definitely, just feel it out. Be, just be very aware about it. Just be very aware about it and, and you're going to pick it up quick. Yeah. I, I feel pretty, or I'm pretty optimistic in general. So I think with enough time, this will definitely fall into place. Yeah, it's a very unique experience that you're going through. Yeah, right that's now. definitely so, true. So, yeah, it's going to take some time, but I think it's very nice to just soak it in, be very aware and conscious, and start figuring those little things out little by little. Right now, it's just more of the newness of it, so you can't expect to jump into a routine right away. But now that you kind of know what it's like, now that you've seen it, now that you've experienced it, you've seen a pattern in it, then you can uh, 
start fitting in your own music into <laughs> it. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. I'm really curious to see how the next few weeks go. I think there will be a lot of lessons learned and kind of new things yeah. learned. And that's super exciting to me, to be honest. I'm. What are you doing in work hmm? now? What are you doing in work? How's the, uh, the all that Rails and Ruby? You're yeah, um, none of that so far. Oh, <laughs> during onboarding, I actually used Ruby to write a quick um, script to generate a bunch of data. And then it was kind okay. of nice. It was That's like, oh, really nice I need to, to do this. Like, which language would I typically go to? And I was just like, yeah, it's just so easy in Ruby. Let's just. Yeah. Yeah, so, so far, I'm actually still getting my feet wet in a way and kind of learning um, about products and uh, uh, architecture. So most of my time has been mainly spent with like configurations and documentation and kind of understanding how the mm -hmm. different pieces work together. Okay. Um, but I... No coding. No. And this week I actually noticed that it's something that I'm missing, that I'm really... I would really like to have a project where I can just dive into the code and just for two days just write some stuff and see uh, yeah what man that's so nice yeah um and i guess that it's something that will happen eventually but um yeah first two weeks have been pretty much no coding for better or worse okay yeah well we'll get there we'll get there i didn't introduce nice. any bugs on master so <laughs> that's such a huge win <laughs> especially in the first two true, weeks yeah. But yeah, um, that's also where, like I noticed this when I came back this uh, this week, that it was actually kind of nice to now sit at a PC, fire up uh, RubyMine and just look at some code. And in the end, I didn't do more than just update the dependencies that have been uh, grown a little bit stale over the last four weeks. Yeah. But yeah, that, that has been fun to just look at it again. And... A lot of events in your life. Yeah, definitely last four weeks these four weeks have been pretty crazy um and i really hope that now Sounds it like kind it. of goes back to a little bit more of a routine and a little bit more of a uh how do you call it um yeah i think routine is actually the best word mm -hmm. that i can yeah. actually so this is actually one of my one of the things that i notice as well as with everything that's going on it's actually quite hard to um focus on work a lot because there's still so much time spent thinking about the travel and how do I book the different like hotels and flights and trains and whatever I need to figure out. That's right. So you, when do you do that? Do you do that at work? Too? Yeah, I just like that's on your mind probably constantly. Yeah, exactly. Right? When I notice that I'm just thinking about it, um, because I still need to book a plane for in two weeks or so, I typically just take the time to just do it there on the spot because I know uh, that I have it out of my system. And it is also pretty quick to do. Um, that's pretty nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it's not the worst. Yeah. Did you do... It's like the polar opposite of my situation. Yeah, what, what did you do? No, nah, it's just, you know, the remote life is is getting too comfortable. So what? That's what that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like here you are with a uh company that is like super strict on offices, you know, and and you gotta be at the office in Germany and then at the office in Amsterdam and over here I am just a company for 
remote. So wearing sweatpants all day. I wearing huh? sweatpants all day. <laughs> or no. <pants>. <laughs> <Whoa>. <laughs> Uh, no, but it's been, it's been what I've been noticing, and this has not happened before for like the past three weeks, I've noticed myself become more and more distracted at home Oh, uh, and not being able to concentrate that much. So what I've been doing since I live in like a apartment complex, they have like a clubhouse and there's a clubhouse and they have free coffee. And uh, like nice uh, places to sit down as office and stuff. So what I have been doing is either go there or go to the Starbucks, which is literally two minutes away mm. from here. So I um, been doing that and that works beautifully. That works amazing. It's just full dive on focus mode just in the zone immediately as soon as I get there. Do you have a... If I'm... Do you have a dedicated workspace in your apartment? I do. I do. That's the thing. But it's not, it's not like, it, well, it's not dedicated as in a room. I think once I hopefully, hopefully, you know, God willing, in like a year or so, I get a house or something and I'm able to create an, an entire room for myself. Yeah, over here right now, it's the desk is in the living room because the living room is pretty huge. I don't have a TV though. So if that was your next question, definitely don't have a TV to distract myself with. But you don't need a TV nowadays. Netflix you know? also runs on your laptop. Especially when you have a 15 inch. <laughs> you can always find some room to put a, like a small window in the corner. Yeah. So that's been going on. And, and sometimes you just try to procrastinate. And there's so many options at your house. You'd be like doing it and then your brain is like, oh, you need to do laundry, you know? So then, and then you do laundry and it's like, oh, look, the kitchen is dirty, you know? So it's like, it's so many things. So I, not in the mornings though. I've noticed that this only happens in the afternoon. Mm. So in the mornings, I actually, you know, get my coffee on, caffeine in my system and I'm able to just full blown work. But then I have lunch and afterwards I'm like, I have to get out of here, you know? But it can so, work as a strategy, maybe? That you work at home in the morning and then... In the afternoon, yeah. go, to, go to like either the... Uh, yeah. No, that, that's, that's, that's been my strategy for... So this has been happening for three weeks. This has been my strategy for the past like week and a half. And it's been working beautifully. Yeah, so I'm doing that lately. I don't know if uh, other people who work remotely have the same experience or I don't know. But before that was not the case, though. It didn't happen when I first joined the uh, the team and it was just full blown. I literally just worked from the entire time, nonstop, just chilling, just doing my work focused. It's been, uh, I think it's been here. Because also when I was over there in the Netherlands, I, I think, you know what helped a lot over there is that I had that desk that you can mm. roll yeah. up and down. Standing up does a lot for you. Like you are become, I don't know. I don't know. I felt more, more active, more like wired a little bit. When you're sitting down the entire time at your own house comfortably, yeah. you're, uh, it becomes weird. But I've been doing that and that's been working a lot. So I'm going to continue to do that. Did you ever experiment with uh, different techniques or um, kind of different rituals around the work? So one thing in particular that considered. comes to mind is something like the um, Pomodoro technique oh. to just like very consciously break your day or your work up into like small chunks where you have some, for example, 
when you say, hey, just sitting around the whole time gets distracting. You have to every half hour actually have five minutes where you just move. I have not considered that at all. It's such a great option. And it's like tried it so many times. I can definitely try it one more to see if it works here. I, I like getting out of the house, to be honest, in the afternoons. I'm actually liking that. I've always... But I'm going yeah, to try this. I always found it super interesting because, yeah, I think we had the discussion in the old workplace as well. Um, yeah, we did. Where, yeah, suddenly you notice the afternoons flown by and you just sat around the whole time. Um, and it's just, yeah, it's neither healthy nor very... I think you can, or I at least can be more productive if I actually have small breaks in between. Yeah. No, you have to do that. It's so important. I don't know anybody who will be... Because I was considering this as well. And I'm like, is this happening because I work remotely? And in, in part, yes. But I also, also remember that when I was at the office, when we were working uh, for a previous company and we were going to the office every day, that I always had times as well of distractions mm. where I would just, I don't know, be like looking at an article or uh, looking at something else. But obviously not the entire time. But it, it still happened. Still happened. Like, Working the full eight hours is very unrealistic. I don't know. If I ever own a business, I'm going to be very aware of that. Not saying that I will not be like, oh, you guys don't have to work eight hours, right? But I, I, you can't, yeah. I don't know. It's just, it's very unrealistic that you'll have somebody induced eight hours full blown into this kind of job. Especially. Yeah, I think that doesn't work. What, no. what I know is for myself, and it's also something that I want to try and something where I found the... Um, especially Pomodoro, super interesting is to focus way more on results and also implement kind of a feedback loop. So one thing that I've seen with techniques like Pomodoro, for example, is that for these time intervals that you have, that you try to really mm -hmm. clearly define what your goal for the next interval is. That's good. And not just say like for that. the morning, for the next like six hours, I want to work on this story in my bug tracker but really say hey for the next 25 minutes this is the time i'm giving myself to troubleshoot the logs or something and at the end of this that's perfect i really want to know the root cause for example and with that implementing kind of this feedback loop where you can say hey am i actually making progress on what i want to do because for myself i have the theory that that could really help increase my productivity and then also feel good about the times when i don't actually get anything done because I can say, hey, throughout yeah. the day, I had so many like wins in the task that I tried. Now it might only be like four and not six, but I feel I'm spent. But then it's fine to just tap out a little bit and do more of like the administrative yeah. tasks in a way. Kind of go through all the emails, make sure that everything um, is read and kind of responded yeah. to or read the articles that might be relevant for work or these kinds of things and not feel bad that you didn't get stuff done. No, exactly. And that's what I want to like for who's listening, like the the uh, those feedback loops that you're talking about. You don't just strictly set those in. Right. But you kind of see what you get done in those particular because you set a goal and you say for this time, I want to troubleshoot this. But then if you're like almost close, you're not going to say, oh, then I'm not going to do it. Right. You're like, all right, for the next one, I'll really get it done or have a list. I'm Right now, what I'm thinking is maybe doing this and trying to have a list of what I want to accomplish in that day. And mm. seeing uh, not not fall strictly to it because you it's it's unrealistic that you're gonna always hit it right. You might take 
instead of one interval that you had planned for one task, it takes you two. That's fine. But at the end, look at that and being like, okay, I had this, this, and this, and this accomplished on today from what I wanted to do. And I missed this one. Right. And then you start seeing that and kind of maybe you can estimate better or determine better for the next day and like future wise and so on. So there's actually, uh, so there are like two influences that, that I, um, or I'm taking kind of my strategy from one is, one is just Pomodoro in general as like the technique. Mm -hmm. The other thing that feels very closely related is there's a company called ultra working that has some okay. resources on, or their goal is to more or less optimize your work and work day and your work habits. Do they have a, is it a yeah, website? Like they have, or they have different have like... tools and some of them are free. Some of them are um, paid. So they have one. Ultra work? Ultra working, it's called. Ultra yeah. working. They okay. actually, for the habit out. tracker that I built, that's actually also inspired by what they did. And it's hmm. a combination of what I did in my bullet journals and what I did with like their Google sheet that they provide. Um, but nice. they, if I, if I've seen it correctly, they definitely have this as a practice where they plan or like set very concrete goals for like these intervals of work that they um, have throughout the day as a way to really kind of measure um, and learn how well you're doing towards your like how well you're progressing towards your goals and seeing stuff that kind of overruns as small like red flags that you have to um, follow up on a little bit and kind of ask whether or not like if you can improve your task definition or your process or just have this as like opportunities for um, yeah checking on an improvement. And sometimes it just that naturally really runs out and there's nothing that you or runs over and there's nothing that you could have done. But maybe mm. that also means that you didn't set your um, goal for like the interval, for example, realistically enough. Or you notice that you could have done it in a time if you didn't spend like the five minutes on Twitter in the middle where <laughs> you wanted, <laughs> just wanted to check Stack Overflow and it kind of escalated and you found yourself on Reddit. Um, maybe that is kind yeah. of what you take away from, oh, I didn't get, a uh, get it done in time. That is perfect. Yeah, no, I think I think I need to start experimenting with these things. I think I'm, I've, in terms of that, I'm I think I'm pretty unorganized when it comes to like goal setting for the day, and I just look at global stories. Yeah. You know, I'm like for this this day, I'm gonna work on this feature, and then that's my only that's my only like organization of the day kind of. Doesn't matter like, in terms of what in that feature I want to accomplish and stuff. I think I need to um, break it down a little more. I think that will make me more productive. Um, but I definitely have to try it. I'm definitely gonna try it for my I definitely want to look into this as well. Maybe that's something we can actually follow up on next week or so. And yeah, yeah, definitely do some Let's research. Do I'm definitely. I need to. I need to dive a little bit deeper into this uh, because it's something that I definitely want to experiment with uh, as well. Mm-hmm. And I definitely yeah. don't have all the answers, so it's. I, I would definitely no, be up for let's it. Let's definitely check it out. Let's cool. do it then. Should we um, wrap it? Yeah, let's wrap this up. This was nice. Catch up after four yeah, weeks. Let's promise that the next episode will not be in four weeks. But promise, promise. Next yeah. week. It is a little bit challenging now for us to find time to record, as like an FYI to all the listeners. Yeah. Because. I'm it traveling is. so much, and then you're in the US, so we have the time zone issue. 
exactly so it's extra yeah. hard now yeah but we'll we'll definitely make it work this is nice i was yeah, missing you cool man all right dude nice yeah, talking same. to you talk soon bye See bye you.